Hey everyone and welcome back to the show. Today we chat with the founder of Golf and Tacos, Miss Caitlin Buckle. Golf and Tacos was created to help get more women into the game, specifically millennial and Gen Zs, an audience that has been incredibly difficult to crack in recent years, and an audience that the game desperately needs to sustain longevity of the sport. Caitlin has propelled GNT into multiple provinces across Western Canada, including cities such as Calgary, Edmonton, Regina, Vancouver, and Victoria and is amassing a serious following that puts more of an emphasis on having a good time rather than totaling up the scorecards. This is a great chat on how to make the game more inclusive and more sustainable moving forward, and a company that you should really check out if you're in one of the Golf and Tacos territories. So let's get into a chat with Caitlin. Welcome to the 4Jack Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 4Jack podcast brought to you by Jackson Labs, the brand consultants that we use to get our brand going in the right direction and the brand consultants that you should use to do the same. Um, Boom. Two, oh, it doesn't feel, it feels good, good hey? Good. Uh, we got a huge guest today to talk about two of our favorite things in life. Uh, I'm just super excited about this. But before we uh, chat with our guests, let's just say hello to the fellas. Uh, Parks, what's going on, my man? Oh, Wow. You threw it over to me first. This is awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm stoked to be on the show tonight here with uh, a fun guest, sort of a uh, a little bit of a backdoor surprise. One of our good friends, uh, Jeff McGregor from the Glendale Golf and Country Club said, hey, you guys aren't talking about women enough on the show. You need to find Caitlin and yeah. nail her down. Not literally, but nail her down and get some insight into what she's doing. She's creating this wicked, wicked program and needs... A little bit of love, so it's going to be a fun one tonight. Hell yeah. Next up, the man out east, Tombo. What's happening in NYC? Um, Not too much, boys. It's a little bit of a nippy day. Went on an adventure over to New Jersey today with our friend of the show, Joseph Chen. But uh, yeah, when I heard tacos were coming to the show, I just yeah, turned everything around, got back here, excited to dive into it with Caitlin and the whole team today. This is the first time in a while, so yeah jacked up to be here can i do this really quick and in the final chair this evening our man codes what up yeah i'm pumped up to be here you guys know i don't like to hang out with just you guys so when i see a special guest on the docket i jump right in no to be honest with you boys i was sitting here lounging around just getting ready uh cleaning up after dinner and i saw the text come through hey tombo links in the mail and yeah, just jumped in. Didn't know who you guys were talking to. Didn't look at the calendar, but I'm jacked up to be here because I like two of those things as well. So, well, our guest today is someone that brings just a bit more excitement, a lot more inclusion, and a ton more fun into the game. Founder of Golf and Tacos, Miss Caitlin Buckle. How are you? Um, fantastic. Thanks for having me on. What an intro. Thanks for joining us. Good to be here. Oh, it's our pleasure. Caitlin, what is going on right now? I know there's not a ton of golf being played. Well, we could have last week. You know, you're in Vancouver, but it did snow here actually yesterday. So, I mean, not a lot of golf going on right now, but what's going on in your world? What's going on? You know, I was at the range on on Sunday. I know all the, uh, it was quiet. All the boys were watching Waste Management. Super Bowl was getting started. So for one of the first 
few times in Vancouver, the uh, the driving ranges didn't have a three-hour lineup. So I took advantage, uh, took my friend Stevie down, and we went and uh, worked on her swing a little bit. I like that. I actually was down at uh, McCleary on Saturday just chipping and putting, and I had to wait to get onto the green, and I was like... Yeah, what? Like five January. degrees. Or it's February. <laughs> it was like five windy. Like, People are insane, man. You know, we had we were fortunate to have a guest. We were live on location last night at Shaughnessy and Ashley Zibrick, director of golf, said their rounds are up substantially in January and February. Obviously, people aren't traveling, so that can contribute to it. But like yeah. there is people playing in pouring rain and snow and whatever else presents itself. And they're doing That's like wild. 80 players, 90 players a day. That's insane. It is insane. The facility we work with in Calgary at Golf Future, um, my uh, my lead golf ops, Todd Halpin, he's like, we've got like hour long lineups. People are like waiting um, in the morning, weekday mornings before it's even opened to hit the driving range. So, I mean, you know, COVID has obviously been tough on a lot of people, but it's been really good on the golf industry for sure. Are you sorry? We're going to get into this, but do you know the golf professional then? If you know Todd down in Calgary? You know what? Instagram is a weird world. You can be in someone's aura. I I think he follows our account. He get, throws a couple fire emojis here and there on our stories, but I have not met him. No. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a little Instagram flirtation. Uh -oh. Like, oh, zinger. <laughs> All right. Before we start hooking up the Tinder golf site <laughs> app. Whatever. Is there like a dating aspect? Yeah, to I knew this was going somewhere. Start yeah. get, making little golf babies. You know what? Uh, it's funny as we talk about building the brand. Um, obviously, we're focusing, you know, a lot on women right now. But uh, I'm definitely building the brand with a, an open mind as far as where it could go and, and trying to make it something that so often uh, women's golf is kind of like packaged in like pink and sparkles. Um, obviously, it's, you know, fun to use words like babes and whatnot. But uh, I definitely want to build it in a way that hopefully once we have a bunch of girls that are uh, girls and women, I guess, um, that are feeling comfortable in golfing. Like, I think mixers and tequila and tacos kind of sound like a really great night for everyone. I have a picture that I'm going to send you after we're off the show of codes. And we, uh -oh. you know, the, I don't know if you know the dude with sign guy that like always yeah, yeah. crazy signs. Oh. One day, Cody and I went around town holding up different signs. And, and one of them, he's like, I'm looking for a single girl that has a valid RCGA index and like, <laughs> I got to send it to you because it is pretty funny to like. I mean, I, I don't know how well it's worked, but definitely throwing golf and tacos in my, uh, in my hinge and my Bumble profile is uh, probably the most commonly commented yeah. on. Boom. There it is. So it's like a magnet. You got to use it as much as I can. <laughs> but the problem is that everyone wants to go on a, on a, go to a taco place for a first date. So I do actually eat a lot of tacos. A lot of Mexican on the menu. Exactly. All right, Caitlin, give us the give us the inception story of golf and tacos. How did this all come to be? Truly, uh, I don't like to be left out. I'm kind of competitive. Um, I was working at the Shaw Trudy Classic based in uh, Calgary, the uh, PGA Tour Champions event there. And I was in sales marketing. The tournament director at the time uh, would invite my, my kind of male counterpart, Adam, um out sometimes to go golfing and maybe with the bigger clients and I was like oh that sucks but like I can't really call it anything other than Kate doesn't know how to golf so I'm not going to get an invite if I don't know um 
and I just took it upon myself to to kind of figure it out and went and took some lessons girls started asking that's so cool you work for a golf tournament do you golf eventually I was like yeah I really do this is sweet and they'd be like I've always wanted to but like I don't know where to start it's so expensive it's so intimidating um and really it kind of just started to be born out of that like let's start creating this like space where you know we're starting to address some of those things for especially like young professional women and it's really intimidating at that point in your career where you're 25 26 27 and you know in calgary i guess this is you know the point of view i was at at the time but i was selling pro-ams for twenty thousand dollars to ceos of oil and gas companies and you're starting to invite those guys out to play a round of golf or something like how i'm six feet tall i have a strong presence i feel like i can hold my own i've played sports my whole life but for a lot of women or younger, I guess at the beginning of their careers, like that is such an intimidating experience to step into. So I kind of just wanted to create this, you know, this place that really just talked about golf beyond just taking a few lessons and then sending them out to kind of suffer on the golf course. So yeah, it kind of started from there. It just took off. Um, we just kept like posting more and more lessons. Todd was so down to just keep like adding new times um we'd keep adding it on eventbrite kept selling out we put them on sale at like 7 a.m and they'd be sold out by 7 15. um it was really cool to watch so that's kind of the inception story um if i just kind of want to tie into that so w the way golf and tacos works it's kind of like a series that women join up for and they come and learn the game and you guys kind of guide them through the journey of how like you're going to be ready to go play in that uh, company scramble, whatever it is, go out, feel a little more confident of it. And then at the end, you invite them to a private Facebook group where they can kind of like stay connected. Is that what I, I was doing a little recon? Yeah. So the connection has been probably the, like the digital connection has been the part that we hadn't really solved for, particularly because it just was like on the side of my desk. Um, but going forward, yeah, that's actually going to be a, a new a new part of what we can offer with GNT. So kind of building like a, a digital portal where um, women in all these new cities as we launch um, across Canada will be able to kind of create a profile. And um, eventually as we are able to, I guess, have the bandwidth to host a bit more, um, you know, have different channels and, and DM each other and, you know, book their own foursomes. But a lot of what we've tried to do is focus on that, you know, those live experiences and, um, and yeah, the, the multi-week program is kind of meant to be a place where we're like teaching fundamentals, um, in a social element so that like, even if she's, you know, topped it for 60 minutes, which is like a really real reality, um, yeah. for a beginner golfer, I just made want to make sure she's walking away still feeling like, yeah, that was awesome. Like I had so much fun. I'm totally coming back next week or even better. Like I'm going to go practice on the weekend, um, or bring her friend to go with her to the range. And, and that's the kind of. I guess like reaction that we're starting to get to girls when they're like coming through this, um, I guess their time at GNT. I think that must be like very rewarding for yourself. Someone who has played the game for a little bit now to see these new golfers come in and yeah, they do a lesson and all of a sudden you're like, Oh, you hear, Oh, you're going on the weekend and you're now taking your friends and you see them starting to get the bug and it just keeps rolling and rolling. And you're like, yeah, we did that. Like, that, oh man, nice yeah, like feeling. Char, one of our ambassadors, um, who's kind of gone through the program and now she um she volunteered her time last summer and uh she'll kind of help play a bigger role in one of our committees in Calgary. Like she's 
cleaning up is I think like long drive, women's long drive, women's long drive is like the most open category at every golf tournament. She's getting like AirPods, new drivers. Oh, like she's doing sick. well. Yeah. Just like cleaning house. Business. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take that. And that, yeah. And yeah. That. But you're totally right. Like, you know, just seeing girls feel confident to actually like get out there and um, seeing them posting that they've like met each other through GNT. Now they're like going playing on the weekend and they tag us. So they're, you know, tagging us that they're out at the range this winter practicing um, and seeing them put in the work. Like that's a big part of what's important to me with GNT is like, okay, you know, no one can teach you that. Well, sorry. <laughs> People can teach you this. I can't teach you this, but I can create a framework and I can connect you with, you know, talented professionals at all these different locations who maybe don't, necessarily know how to find you or connect with you or speak to you online um and so if i can be that conduit with golf and tacos where you know most women at this you know in this age group aren't following golf course instagram accounts because you know maybe endless photos like really nicely you know prepped greens and the flag stick is not what they're like gonna follow doesn't everybody follow golf pictures on instagram let's go that's just us so that's weird (laughs) People are weird. Yeah, so that's the hope. That's the hope. And uh, if they if they stick with it and it's something that, you know, they feel confident. Um, I did start it with a friend and um, I just want to acknowledge Burke. Like at the beginning um, when we kind of took off, like she really inspired me with this one-liner. But once she kind of got into it, she got asked – um, she was working commercial real estate at the time. They're like, hey, do you golf? And she's like, better than the average. She got paired with like the pro <laughs> or not the pro, the president of their company. And it's just because she had the courage to be like, yeah, yeah, girl. Cool. Let's do this. And handicap. I don't, guys, I don't, I don't know. My handicap. Verified <laughs> RCGA. <laughs> I, yeah, do like, the, I wouldn't be, I'm not quite at the level of your sign guy. <laughs> I do get asked that by guys a lot. And I'm like, honestly, if I start figuring out what my handicap is and taking this a little bit too seriously and I'm not having enough marks on the course. So. <laughs> All right. My handicap is chipping, believe it or not, and driving. <laughs> but contrary to what you may believe, I don't know if you can see me on camera right now, but I got a GTSC cap on. And so what that stands yeah. for is not Golf Taco Social Club. It's actually Goat Track Social Club. Oh. And so I'm kind of, I don't know if you've heard of us. We kind of not adapted the same principle, but here in Edmonton, the Goat Track Social Club is about inclusiveness and bringing people together. But you are female directed and you have food in your name so i'm thinking we should get in contact and there's got to be a collaboration because we have 75 percent guys 25 percent females it sounds like there's something talking going back to that bumble thing you know what like this sounds like a really good market to test out sounds like a fiesta is happening here but when you like you were talking about earlier about how like always think about why do women feel intimidated like yourself you have a strong presence you You've played sports all your life, but then you get on a golf course and you don't feel so confident. I was just thinking about it in my head, and it's almost like golf is one of those go- uh, sports that you just can't fake it, right? Like you can't fake hitting that little white ball. So when you were starting out, what did you? F- where where did you start? Was it putting, chipping, driving range? What aspect did first got you hooked to the game? I like the driver, <laughs> driving the range, hit a driver. <laughs> I played softball earlier, so like there's some athleticism that connected a bit there, and I, I thought that was good. Um, but I think I really got the bug when I started to hit my irons. Like you can go hit that driver and like do your thing, it's sweet. But then you like 
you have, uh, I don't know how many more shots. I should probably subtract 18 or whatever from par. But <laughs> When you, <when laughs> you sauce that first seven iron in there and you're like, ooh, <laughs> baby, that was Lush. sweet. Yeah. I'm coming back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Once I, and you know what? It was the seven. I would actually, that's a, I'm just thinking now. I remember, I think it's I was at Inglewood with a couple of girls. And like when I finally connected with my seven and it would like actually got like a nice ball flight, it was like, because honestly, before that, you're like, you're topping it and you're trying to like play it cool. You're like, don't worry, guys. Like, it's felt so chill, right? So chill. Um, I think when I started hitting my irons, it, it felt a lot better and I felt more confident out there. Definitely. And I've like, I've kind of noticed I was looking on yours on Golf Taco social or Instagram page and yeah, I saw a couple posts out on the pitch and putts. And it's like, that is like, even today, like as a kid who's been playing golf for most of my life, like, God, a day on the pitch and putt, like just grab a couple irons, a couple wedges, and you're like, this is going to be a great day. Like, this is literally the best way to get people into it. Take the drive. Pitch and putt is hard. <laughs> I know, but like just off like a little <laughs> shitty mat and just skate. Yeah, yeah. A couple of craft beers and you're off to the races. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Kayla, what was your actual introduction to golf? Who was the instrument in your life that encouraged you to pick up the game? Oh gosh, it was like at the Shawshuri Classic. Like I had been to the driving range once twice, maybe with like with a boyfriend or something. Oh, before, so this is late in life. This wasn't like yeah. oh, I was a kid. I messed around a little bit. This is like oh okay. This is the yeah. real world now. I'm I'm working yeah. and I need to step up to the plate. I'm not just working. Like I work in golf. Like, yeah. yeah, I think. Cool what do you mean? Way. I can't swing at club. <laughs> so this is a real problem. <laughs> yeah, totally. I think it's cool because it puts you in the shoes of a lot of other women though, rather than you growing up playing golf and it's like, okay, yeah, like I get it. It's like, no, you've actually like gone through their journey of like, there's this opportunity here. If I learn to golf, it's just like, to me, golf is kind of like if you were in an art class and they're all painting you naked, like you're fully exposed and like everything that's vulnerable in life is being shown to people on a tee box. And like, if you hit it in the forehead into the water on the first tee or like, there's this good Instagram video of a guy at St. Andrews and he like shanks it off into like the putting green. And it's like, that's not how you want to start at St. Andrews. And it's like, yeah, that vulnerability. And if you've been through the journey of like, I want to get into this, but like, how do I do that? Right. Like th there's all these steps to it of like yeah. learning to love the driver, right? Like you love knocking socking dingers at the, with the softball. And it's like, yeah, golf with the driver, kind of a similar vibe. So it's, yeah, just cool that like, it makes it relatable to anyone else that's trying to do it, knowing that you've gone through it. Yeah. I really do try to lead with that um, in the way that we like speak on our, I guess with our, our voice on, on the gram, um, because that I'm is the reality. On the gram. I'm thinking the gram. you could do some sort of like GTSC golf gals, like first tee kind of bag thing, like in, in the golf and tacos packet that comes with some tapatio and some other things, and right? Some like modern meat yeah. tacos, maybe. Oh, yeah. Mm, honest, smell you went with Tapatio over Valentina's. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> but Cholula, you know man. Cholula is the sauce, <laughs> yeah. bro. Overrated. Good thing you're at, good <laughs> that thing you're jalapeno, whatever one that you gave me, that green chili jalapeno hot sauce. That yeah, <laughs> we're a little bit of hot sauce snobs over here. I wish I could eat hot sauce. makes my face sweat. Is that gross to say? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't mind a little spice, but like, if my makeup is going to like literally fall off my face this is like a marketing not. opportunity here golf and tacos taco sauce how are the you pushing golf and tacos and not a hot sauce fan 
I'm not not all fan. It's just we all not everyone can handle heat. <laughs> I think I think we need to have like a hot ones with tacos. Ooh, like this it. should be like part of the event. I'm. This could be, be good. We got some. We'll percolate something offline. Yeah. We uh, okay. Pays and I actually work for a plant based protein company here, and we're fortunate to partner with the Vancouver Golf Tour this year. So there's got to be a way to like. Yeah, let's do it. GTSC, again, Park C. kind of hot sauce. What's that, bro? What's the What's the meatless meats company <laughs> name? Again? It's called it, Modern Meats. And Caitlin, okay. I'm happy to either myself or Chris will bring you some sample products so you can percolate on some golf and right. tacos ideas, plant plant based taco ideas. That's funny. You know what? Coming to Vancouver it exposed me. Like I'm originally from Calgary and ate a lot of steak and all the meat. Beef and so. potatoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so moving out to Vancouver, I've definitely dabbled a little bit more with some of the, the plant-based life. It's much more common around here, for sure. You don't have a leaf for a tree tattoo on your forearm yet, do you? No. Okay, you're good. <laughs> Sorry, Pace. I want to uh, be able to go home. National. <laughs> there you go. Let's shift gears a little bit. Let's talk about the platform and talk about how you guys have kind of evolved from maybe the opportunity to work with one golf course to creating this bigger, more inclusive sort of profile for people to have access to. Yeah, I love that. You know what? I, I have to give credit where credit is due. Like the, and I'll say the guys right now because, um, you know, it started with a lot of male golf pros, but they just held a lot of space for me um, and let me, you know, lead, I guess. Um, not let me lead. Sorry. I feel like I came to them with an idea and they just came along for the ride and they've just been so supportive. And they're like, yeah, what can we do? We want to be involved. Um, you know, we love what you're about. Like, just tell us what you need and watching pros from, you know, four different golf courses or locations in the city all show up at our final wrap night because they feel, you know, attached and then part of the community, they feel, like they want to see the girls they coached for the last four weeks. They want to see them step onto the golf course after they've been at the range working with them. And it has kind of become a bit of a family. And that's kind of, I think maybe some of our special sauce is having someone like me, who's not a golf pro who's coming in just saying, Hey, like, I don't want to tell you how to do your job. We've learned a lot. Um, and if you're open to listening, we think we can do something really cool here, but we need you to like play nicely in the sandbox with everyone. And Honestly, I have hardly had anyone um, push back against that, to be let's, honest. Let's drop some names. Let's shout out some love to some of these guys on the show for some, our listeners. Some love. Uh, you know, Inglewood has been fantastic. Jeff McGregor, for sure, uh, who gave me the intro. Big friend of the um, show. Shoots. Matt, <laughs> Matt Freeman at Canyon Meadows. Oh, Matt, um, too? I know, Freeman. Uh, Joel Douglas, Graham hey. Drummond. Yeah, those guys have been awesome. Out in Victoria, um, totally fell in love with the boys there, Warren Reeves and uh, and Callum Ashby. Mm -hmm. And Jamie Reimer, gosh, can't forget Jamie. And you mentioned Todd Halpin's name a few times. Yeah. I played a lot of golf with Todd. Todd used to be yeah. a very good player. I don't know if he still is, but I don't know if I'm a is huge right? fan I hope Todd. he is. He's helping me out with this. So I, <laughs> I got a good guy. Here. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's a real good player, too. I think he just won 2020 Coach of the Year for the PGA of Alberta, didn't he? He did. A top three finalist for PGA of that, Canada. Give that man the harp or that applause right. or something. I don't know. Man, Todd, man, he has been from the get-go. He just, like, jumped on it, and he has given so much more. Like, he's so passionate about this. I can't even – I don't think I could articulate to you guys um, 
he's hustling so hard with golf future and he's running his own lessons and he still like has so much time for me. He'll take a call. He'll fire text back. Like, and he's just down to get so creative. And I just, it's been so fun to work with him as like someone coming from my side saying like, you know, here's how we market to this demographic. Here's what's important to them. Here's what it's like to be a, a female at 25, 35, 40. Um, here's what we're going through. And like, here's what we need to to adapt in order for us to find and feel like we're like welcome in this game. And he's been like, cool, great. Here's all these drills we're going to do. And he just gets so excited. So I'm really grateful for Todd. He, he's been awesome. And I'm, I'm really excited to have him on board as we expand across Canada. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, sorry, Tom, um, with, when you kind of got the got the ball rolling there and you know you're bringing this to pros that already have lessons set up they're already teaching a bunch of different ladies and younger girls and whatever and it's like did you have a little bit of pushback going like hey no like i i got you know these groups so you know i don't want to have this subsidiary group that's not really like part of my gig or were they just like yeah come on in like let's do this like get more and more let's let's go i would say like if you're asking for discounted tea times in this industry right now, like even just like lessons, <laughs> even just like lessons and stuff, you're going to have an issue. Um, but the good thing is like the model is not meant to be charity. Um, the model yeah. is collective buying power of, you know, a demographic that just needs someone to advocate for them. And all we really need out of these golf courses is for them to hold space. So the model's there for, you know, everyone to make money. Um, we can bring the cost down per person working in groups in the collective. And um, and when everyone wins, like, I think that's a sustainable way to approach things. But if you're looking Definitely. for, for you know, charity and donations and, and tons of, um, I don't know, free Time. stuff, Goodwill. like, it's, just, it's not going to work, yeah. right? It's yeah. busy. How did that go then last year for you with COVID being insane? <laughs> like, you couldn't get a tea time like yeah yeah we scaled a few things back just to make sure that we were you know super compliant and it was like such a rodeo i mean we were reselling our new stuff like every month just like waiting to see what the restrictions were going to be like and what we could offer but again i have to throw it back to like the golf courses and pros like i've got them talking to me and we're you know deciding things and then you know, the next morning I'm pulling an all nighter and the next morning we're listing it and going on sale for registration and girls are, it's still selling out. So we kind of just had to take it, um, you know, week month by month maybe, um, and see what, you know, the restrictions were going to be like at the time. But a lot of the programs that we're running are really using more like practice facilities, driving ranges, chipping, putting, um, largely because the, the women that are coming to GNT and experimenting, um, uh, with the game, we're kind of treating it almost like a new approach where it's like, let's think of these as beginner golfers and they need like a long-term development model. So at the beginning, you should be spending so much more time working on your fundamentals and your skill development and maybe less time playing. Um, so we didn't necessarily have a huge issue. I'd like to get into, yeah, I like it. We've got this hand raising feature now <laughs> in Zoom calls that we've been trying to like, Sorry, I haven't been using you it. You have just horns. Like, no, and we just started using you, it as well. So. <laughs> oh, it's never, I like it. I like it. You, you don't ever have to use it. it but uh, yeah, maybe <laughs> I had a couple things I wanted to get into. But on this topic, it's kind of like maybe break down what the schedule is for these workshops. Like how does it start? How long does it go? What progression? Like how much time on the practice facility? How much time are they playing golf? Like what does that look like? When do we start okay. playing for money? 
Yeah, that's what we're trying to get to here. (laughs) I'm sure if you threw it out, the girls would start right away. No, um, (laughs) there you go. So what we've tried to do is most girls that are coming in, we're we're putting them into our like five week lesson program. Um, We've got Mal, medium, hot, and spicy. And uh, as we go forward, we're kind of trying to approach it like you'd kind of come in at, you know, mild or medium and then give them opportunities to kind of grow um, and, and take different levels and, you know, actually go learn how to golf, actually get better, actually improve your game rather so than coming this- in and going to the golf course and suffering. Yeah. What does the mild and medium uh, recipe look like? Like, over oh, I mean, Ooh, I couldn't I like give you the whole recipe. Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a tease. Like, um, are they but like, come I mean, we're going from like basic to... fundamentals, like mild, we're working on stance, grip, like basic swings. I mean, when you've never picked up a club before, Todd is getting, we're starting right at the very beginning. Okay. Cody's taking sure. notes. So he wants to run through the lesson plan here. Yeah. I, yeah. I know as far as, golf podcast we have a very strong female audience base so i just want to make sure they all oh, get like yeah, a taste a good... of what they're getting into and then like yeah yeah when are the next golf and taco things like what's the schedule looking like coming up i don't know if i'm jumping the gun the boys will reel me in but like uh well we're actually working on refining again because this is like gone from off the side of my desk to um to something i'm you know dedicating full-time hours to right now but uh we're kind of building that broader curriculum and and there'll be some different milestones um specifically around you know skill development but like you know do you know certain terminology um, at each level like you know can you speak on i guess like do you know certain rules certain etiquette but like uh, we don't need to overwhelm a very beginner golfer with every rule um we don't have to hit them with the book right off the bat right so we're kind of developing something that was just is the i think a better approach to just taking in what you need at the time and then when you're ready come back and take medium and we'll go through and do a few more things so um i think most girls will be able to come in and, and do well within the mild medium and then they'll have something to work towards with some more advanced drills and, and some fun things and hot and spicy I just had a revelation. I think we need to hook Caitlin up with A Rails. Oh. Dude. Oh wow. That's like, uh, honestly. That's everything the that, master professional. Yeah, that's everything she needs, and he would be so into that. Wow. That's actually a brilliant idea. Yeah. So this Caitlin, is, oh, this is the man that used here? to this is Alan Riley who used to base it. He was the guy who ran the created and ran. He was part creator part with creator. Mike Half. Sugden's dad, actually, back in the day. Lynn Sugden. Um, he was the Shout guy out. who ran the uh, PGMT program at Grant McEwen, the professional golf management program. And okay. he is like dying for dying things, dying for something things to, to do golf related into golf, like into the better direction. Like even just what you mentioned there um, earlier with the terminology. He would be the guy. He'd be all over it. But like that is something that like as soon as you said that, I'm like, man, that that is so needed in like a today's game. Like there's so many people that I see play that are good players, like solid. But it's like they didn't grow up in the game, so they don't understand the the etiquette that goes along with it, the terminology that you should know. They're just like, I just hit it. And you're like, hey man, you know, maybe we work on that etiquette. Maybe you don't walk through my line or change that song as soon as I'm about to swing. Talking about what I do to you or 
No, no, no. That's different. <laughs> we all do yeah. to each other. Yeah. yeah. So funny. Sure. Don't walk on my line. I, everyone must have the moment where someone told them not to do that. And then like it scars that them. moment forward, you make like such an effort not to do it. It's trauma. <laughs> yeah. Um, just got to give a quick shout out to episode 132, which was Alan Riley. Boom. If okay. wants to go get a little further education on the man's gospel, it's there. It's He preaches the gospel 100%. Caitlin, what is it going to take? I guess the big question, maybe the elephant in the room for me is, what is it going to take for the Forge Act to support you going forward? And how do we integrate this evolution and, and support you in the Vancouver market and open some doors for oh, you? Man. Uh, well, I'm pretty pumped, actually. Um, I've got some decent leads here. We might be yeah. tackling it from uh, a spot in Vancouver, uh, a spot out in kind of Coquitlam, maybe a spot in Langley. And we'll kind of use the the capacity we have to do the, I guess, the four weeks of lessons. And then we'll bring them all together for their final wrap night where we get them on the golf course and talk about some marks for sure comes into play there. No details. Um, You're being very elusive. So is this all sort in the uh, percolation I don't wanna, stage? I don't know when this is, when this is going to come out, okay. but um, I am really excited about it. Nothing's, uh, we're still working up some stuff as far as like paperwork and I would not want to speak out of turn, but um I am pretty pumped, but maybe by the time this this comes out, I'll I'll send you the we can tag. Yeah, right. I, can I, I would feed. I would love to volunteer my time to run the margarator on the tenth <laughs> tee, and just stand there revving this thing and just pouring margs for a couple hours. I'm more than happy to do that. There you go. Oh man, I'm come on out! Yeah, we do need we do need some help like that. Perfect. You know what? It even helps like just people being around those final wrap nights just to like answer a couple little questions um we always have ambassadors at our at our programs and they're typically girls who have gone through gnt um one of the lesson programs at least you know once or twice um and even having the knowledge that they have is a really great way to have someone like me being like hey like actually there's this thing where we don't step on each other's line mm-hmm. and like how like much more like easy and safe and like everyone's like oh cool great <laughs> no problem i think needle Think right but you're instead it's usually like when you're out because you only you know have one friend who golfs and so you get paired up with some old guy and like you step on his line and he's like <sighs> malicious oh i can't step on my line he's gonna run it 15 feet past the hole anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> sometimes yeah. those guys are wicked though you're almost like <laughs> i'm just gonna watch this because this <sighs> could just be entertaining chaos <laughs> the guy it that can thinks- be it really can be but honestly for so many girls it's like nine holes i say it's all nine times it's a lot of nine hole golf hold rounds nine holes of them telling you like the new rules like you don't have to take the flag stick out now maybe you should just try choking up did you oh did you know you're aiming that way you should maybe aim a little bit this way oh yeah your back swings a little bit far like literally for two hours that is what it's like and so anything i can do to help girls make sure that they can golf as a foursome like I, I will do that. Or just start telling them to wear those AirPods that they won in that long drive and not <laughs> yeah. even listen to the guy they're playing with. The yeah, that's probably the first thing I would do. Um, yeah. As this is, I feel like it's the the week of winter. Winter for sure. Uh, the inclusion creativity, you know, Space. sessions. Yeah, yeah. That we're working on this week. It feels like I want to kind of go over like take yourself out of golf and tacos and. We, I just want to talk about like some ways that like could be beneficial for growing the game because I think what you're doing is already extremely beneficial, but like I feel like there's so much more that can be done and like 
you know, we were talking again, like with Ashley Zibrick last night, and it's like, hey, maybe the three-hole loop, the six-hole loop, like what is something if you were to start over again today and say yeah, the business is all started, but you're going to go, I'm not going to just teach lessons. I'm not just going to send them out to play. I'm going to do something different. Maybe it is six holes at a pitch and putt or the three-hole loop or we go to 19 greens putting facility or whatever. And it's like, what are some things that like can really spark a lot of ideas to grow the game? I think it has to come down to like collaboration and, you know, I'm seeing this so much more with like different like lifestyle brands and other communities and people just being willing to work together instead of like holding everything close to themselves. Like I think because everyone has different, you know, personalities and point of views, like the industry often just like held everything close instead of like talking to each other and sharing information or like, how can we collaborate? How can we, you know, connect? And social media is definitely giving people an opportunity to kind of come together in a different way. But I think it's a mentality of, you know, what are you doing? How can I support you? How can we collaborate? Oh, let's, you know, can we get our, you know, I'll get the girls, you get the guys and let's meet over there at seven, have a killer night. I think it has to come down to collaboration. Yeah, it goes. That's exactly. Yeah, um, I'm glad you feel that way. Over us, over at GTSC, we feel we're on our own island. And we're fighting for our own scraps. So it's nice to feel that you're uh, feeling the love from like, yeah, to be included with everyone is, um, and to welcome everyone is like one of the, yeah, it's what it's all about, right? Is it's yeah. not that I guess what what is it? Joe Joe Rogan, feast or famine, right? Yeah. There's enough for everyone. So why don't we get together and bring people together? Yeah, it's kind of like we we're fortunate to have Matt Janelle on the show. I'm not sure if you're familiar with who Matt Janelle is. And his yeah. whole shtick now is just it's all about Link Soul brand was started by John Ashworth. And it was all about connecting souls. That was sort of the mantra of the company. It was, And golf is this great inclusive landscape that gives everybody an opportunity to be equal when they get to the golf course. It's not doesn't matter if you're color or you're a female or a male or, or you know, transgender or whatever you are it just kind of levels that playing field it gives you an opportunity to just knock all the stigmas out of the way get the noise out of the way and just enjoy each other's company and just experience golf and and it's such a cool space to be in and you're doing something amazing to sort of grow that awareness around so which is fantastic and it's also like that vulnerability like we were talking about earlier can you do it can you get up to the tee and hit that little white ball that is the ultimate like leveler i'm interested in tom's naked painting class too yeah that that, i'm like gonna sign up too yeah i'm gonna be doing the modeling of it right you guys can paint oh me. Sh- really <laughs> okay i don't know i'm out but I'm out. i'll go play golf. Me out for that night <laughs> i'm going to golf with Kayla. taking it one See step ya. further on the vulnerability it's like when you hit it it's the first one is one thing but like after you've hit it poorly already which is like bringing this back because we're talking about our brands i'm going to give our four jack podcast some love it's like for jacking is for putting, right? Like that is the ultimate, like worst thing you can do on a putting green. And it's always- Four putting bounce. is the worst you can do? Oh my gosh. It's not good. We right? got worse. Aaron Wise had a five putt on the weekend and two four putts. Yikes. So it that's a PGA Tour player. So it happens. Don't worry. Yeah. It can always be worse, but like ideally you want to get to the point where it's two, right? Like that's or one. three. Yeah, one is better, obviously, but I'm just like- we're being reasonable to yet yeah, zero putts. We get it in the hole the first time, every time like happy Gilmore. But yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that. We sidetracked me. <laughs> I thought you were going to, I thought you were going I have like one more thought, I guess on, on the inclusivity and I've been trying really hard in in the past 
you know, half year like everyone else to really take a moment to, to think about my place in all of this. And I have an opportunity with, with what I'm building as well to, you know, take that step back and say, how can I re- make sure I'm listening? Um, and I think some of the things that I've learned a little bit over the past few months is just around making sure that it's visible. It's like really clear to everyone that they can see themselves in your program. They can see themselves in front and I have some work to do for sure. Um, but as we go, even just the imagery you use is important for, um, you know, for making sure that, you know, people of color and different, you know, sexualities feel like, Hey, I can be there. Um, I was really scared one time to post a photo of, of um, actually a friend, they're a lesbian couple. And I was like, I don't know how this is going to go on the Instagram, but people loved it. And I have amazing, amazing girls who have come through this program and, you know, take couples golf. And, um, and I posted that being like, it doesn't matter. You know, you, this is for heterosexual couples, homosexual, homosexual couples, whatever you come out. If you're just a pair together and you want to learn to golf together, come to this. And I think it's small and I'm never going to be perfect. And it's hard right now in this space where you, you're hesitant because you're like, am I going to trip? Am I going to fall? Am I going to do this wrong? Am I going to offend someone? But I really think it's important to just try. For sure. It, it's, and the thing is too, like, it, yes, it's for everyone. Like you need to have it open and full transparency for everyone to see that it, like this is available to you. you. You can go and do this, but like, even for the people like say for you know young girls and ladies that are just joining the game like i for sure it's intimidating but it's a safe space it is also super intimidating for a guy that's never played it's it's one of oh those my gosh, places you guys are it's just so savage to each other it's brutal so savage if i was a guy just starting out and i had to go and like play with like three of you and you're just ripping and chirping me the whole time it's bad. i feel like it would be so intimidating oh yeah <laughs> And like, even for like for myself, like I took a break from the game and then I got my club sent to me and I was going out and playing at a new club by myself, hadn't played in a few years. And I was like, I felt nervous. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I don't know these people. I don't know what their actions like. You're almost like, wow, I, I feel like I'm starting over again. Like, it's intimid- no, this is oh. in Sydney. And I'm like, I don't know what ah, is ah, happening here. So- I'm like, I haven't played in three years. I could just be a chop. Well, Cody's Switzerland. He's non-judgmental. Cody, what do you got to say on that? Uh, yeah, you three are the most judgmental people I've ever met. So, Caitlin, I take super offense to be like to just come into a pod. Wow. And be, well, actually, I take that back from Tom and Pays for sure. So, over here at Go Track, we say that golf is for everyone, and that is one of the biggest things that not like that. Yeah, even like even just women that like every age all the way up, grandma, come on out, like just to break even like those stigmas like oh that's just for young ladies that w- that are in the business world is that like that's what you're trying to build right everyone come on same thing over here let's go out to the golf course because it's a nice day yeah let's go let's do something let's fun with it. Kaylin right now let's put her in the hot seat oh. let's give her a little rapid fire 10 seat. not so rapid but rapid fire 10 Kaylin, we're gonna ask you 10 hard questions and they're gonna be in rapid succession not so rapid succession you ready <laughs> Oh, I'm nervous. Skill testing question. Do you have All a calculator right. with you? No, okay. don't ask me any math you, questions. You won't need it. You won't need it. <laughs> What's in the bag right now? What are you playing for sticks? You said you like the driver. So is driver the uh, the go-to club? What are you playing right now? <laughs> Crank 49 Todd gave me Todd gave me one because <laughs> I broke it. My, 
my clubs are like an old Adams pair, like a senior oh. men's, because I need a tall, a tall club at Ladies Flex. But they work, right? They work. That's all that matters. Yeah. Any uh, superstitions around golf balls? Is there a brand oh. that you like or oh, something Guys, fun? I buy like, I, I get the like $5 bag that the boys picked off the Hell yeah. golf course. Yeah. That, that's perfect. That's what I play. Are you an outfit girl? Do you need to match? Does it matter? Do you wear a hat? Do you wear an umbrella? I'm Visor? thinking t-shirt. I'm thinking t-shirt. Uh, you know what? I do. I like to have a little bit of a match, a lot of black, and uh, I do like to wear a hat. Yeah, because I keep the sun off the like face. Like the Norman hat? Like the big straw mm -hmm. hat? The straw hat or the umbrella, no, like the bucket hat? Like a nice Nike like ball cap. Okay, right, so right. she's like, she means business then. Some business, yeah. Matt like, I look, look good, feel good, play good. Bit of a thing. I feel you on that. I like that. I like that. Okay, when you get to the golf course, now that you're new to golf, there's a always this thing about a warm up, and people get really religious about a warm up. So, what's your warm up routine, guys? I'm like almost late for every team. <laughs> I was gonna say taco and tequila. <laughs> running, <laughs> running from the parking lot <laughs> to the yeah. first tee is my warm up. You're the habitual trunk slammer. That's you're holding actually, everybody up. You're speaking to a guy that is the legend of trunk slamming in yeah. mr jackson tom is <laughs> like dude i've picked you up at your vehicle more times than you've met me at the range to drive straight to the team true story right yeah. i like to just get at it right away let's do it right i can't yeah, I pull the trigger this is what i mean when i say the not so rapid 10 rapid 10 <laughs> all right Go to snack at the turn. Are you like a six pack and some cigarettes? Would you go for a protein bar, maybe a margarita and a taco? What's your go to snack at the turn? How do you refuel? I wish more turns had tacos. That's my Ooh. next campaign. Um, probably a protein bar and like a vodka soda of some sort. Okay. I like the, any specific vodka. Whatever the golf course has. I'm not too picky. Okay. That works. Yeah. Don't hate. Don't hate. Yeah, yeah. Favorite golf course that you've had the opportunity to play? Ooh, um, Fray Creek. It destroys me every time. I lose all of the golf balls, but it is so beautiful down by the ocean. Like that's a tough golf course. That's a super tough golf course where you just have to like plot your way around. It's too targety, right? Oh, it is, but it's so beautiful. It's hard. I mean, so I tough. lose like honestly like eighteen golf balls. I'll be driving past it tomorrow. I might just peg one up. Man, that first tee is a nightmare, right, Codes? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, fair in our defense, we played it and it was like 10 degrees, so that's all good. Kayleen, have you had the experience of a hole-in-one yet? I have not, uh, but three of my friends got one this summer, and I was like, what the heck? I'm like the golf and tacos queen over here. Not even close. Yeah, you're staring at a few shutouts here. There's one guy with with one or two here unfortunately Ooh, amazing yeah i don't like those kind of people <laughs> i'll be honest <laughs> this is the cliche question of the evening but what would be your dream for some dead or alive Ooh, good question um michelle Wee. she seems super cool mm -hmm. um who else would i pick a uh, lady on the street that's making tacos, probably. Like, I would like her to come along. <laughs> Taco cart lady? Yeah. I think I, think I would go for, like, a super sports one. Like, I think I would go, like, Michelle Wee, Michael Jordan, and I know this is going to be, like, unpopular, but, like, Tom Brady. I just think it'd be so cool to get, like, the most 
sporty group together and just have fun because they all seem like they would be competitive, which I'd like, but also want to have a good time. I like how you say that boys are ruthless and then you pick the greatest trash talker of all time to play golf with. Like Jordan, <laughs> sure, he might be nice. He might be, but he might also literally make you quit the game. Bring like, I've you heard he's rough. No one can make you feel that bad. Like I go out there and like when, when I watch guys get so angry, I don't understand. I'm like, no one expects you to be good. Like, I don't expect you to be good. Why do you think you should be good? If you could, if you were that good, you should play on tour, but you don't like stop getting angry. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Tell that to my playing partner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's hard. Sometimes you just get emotionally invested. You know, you just want to do well, pull through for the team. It's tough. Yeah, maybe. All right. Maybe. There's got to be a golf course out there you've seen on Instagram, maybe seen in a magazine, seen on TV that you're just dying to play. Is there some kind of wish list golf course you'd love to get to get to have the experience on? I mean, Pebble Beach would be nice, but it's not everyone. So maybe I'll say I think it would be cool to go in like Vietnam or something. Oh, that okay. one. In, uh, there's one in yeah. Da Nang or something like that. That crazy one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that looks cool. Sick. All right. Question number nine on the rapid fire, not so rapid fire 10. Your best score on or off the golf course? I don't think I've ever kept a proper score. (laughs) Boom. You know what? Maybe that's a good thing. That might be the thing. (laughs) That's the secret. The best secret for inclusion of the game. Yeah. Don't keep score. I hardly do. As soon as I like start, I mean, I keep score for like the first like, six holes i have i can't even i have a hard time remembering the score i don't know if that's like a problem anyone else has but like i actually have to like go replay in the back and be like okay i hit my driver and like i have to do that like three times before i write it down i'm gonna so, buy you one of those counters that you keep the on your beads loop. yeah it's like <laughs> one, i have that a garmin and i sometimes remember to use it i don't know i'm just like just there i'm chatting i'm hanging out like i'm not worried about my score if i get my like brother- a birdie thing and i then i know but my brother-in-law has a good system for like new beginners he just either does a happy face a neutral face or a sad face (laughs) to gauge his golf he's like that was a good one let's happy face that or like yeah that was a sad i think it's a legit philosophy because i know i play with a couple guys that do this they're like okay one off the tee and then i hit my second shot and then i onto the green and yeah put me down for a four that works that's typically the standard so when you're, when you're like it's a par this. five when there's when you got nine <laughs> fingers up doing jazz hands all right yeah final question mechanics man there you go final question of the rapid fire 10 we typically like to cap off our interview with a sort of a unique question and we like to ask our guests what kind of experience they've had that has sort of derived from golf that's maybe something we've they've carried with them through life or something that's really touched them, some kind of unique experience they've had through golf? Golf. I think one of the coolest things that through golf happened was at the Shaw Trade Classic, I got to go for dinner with Fred Couples. Um, And it was just cool watching, like chatting with him and seeing what it was like. Like he's, he doesn't usually like go in the clubhouse like before the rounds. And I always thought like, oh, I'm like, maybe he's kind of a dick. I don't know. Like keeps to himself. He doesn't really talk to anyone. And then he won the tournament 
And I watched like grown men, CEOs of companies, like they're like flocking, Freddie, like, I've loved you forever. You're so great. And just this moment of like realizing like this guy literally just needs a space. And I think that just kind of like stuck with me of like, you can't judge people. Um, They're just constantly being asked too much and he's trying to play this game. And so he like would sit in the car before and then go straight to the car after. But um, he was still really cool. Like when we went out for dinner with a, a few people, like he loves sports. He's a, a nice guy, but you can, you know, when they're trying to protect themselves from the limelight, you can kind of just get this different version. His fanboys are 55 year old men. Yeah. It's like, I can't, it's, it's amazing. We've all had the opportunity to be associated with some sort of level of greatness in golf and, and had that front row experience. But yeah, nine times out of ten, these guys just want to get the fuck away from people. They're just like, okay, leave me alone. Everybody's fangirling. And it's like you said, they're like 55-year-old men doing this. So you got to beat those guys off with a stick. He's the cool guy on the track. Um, I do want to ask you one last question. I'd, I'd like to ask this because I think you might have a great answer. Let's say you're commissioner of the, commissioner of, for the day of golf globally. Yeah. What is the first thing that you're going to change about the game? The price point. Hell yeah. Good answer. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. That is, I am in 100% agreement with you that that is the number one thing that pushes people away from this game. Yeah, it's so hard. Like, where do you even start from equipment to learning to playing around? Like, Vancouver is amazing. Like, the city courses here have some, you know, beautiful, beautiful courses. Um, that are well maintained. They're lush. They're green. They're gorgeous, and you can play a twilight round for like twenty five bucks. But as soon as you start leaving some of those so like city courses, now you're in for, you know, seventy five on a cheap round. Um, it's just like hard. It, it pushes so many people out. And it's even worse. To, like you should know from Calgary, it, it's even worse in Alberta. I mean, you have a short season. You have to charge yeah. more. Like I was, I just, I'm new to the city and. You know, I was looking maybe a month ago, I was looking to go play at like McCleary and yeah, I'd only get like an hour and a half left, but it was $17 to go play. I'm like, this would never happen in Edmonton or Calgary. No. See, that's, that's, that's the, that's the whole thing about like, then the goat track, right? What is a goat track? A goat track is a poorly run course. And why are golf courses so expensive is because of the like you have to have a green, right? Yeah. You got to see the green and stuff where it's not necessarily about like for some it is a hundred percent, but just being outside and swinging the hammer with friends and getting together is what it's all totally. about. And so I, Caitlin, before we let you go and I haven't had a chance to say too much, but I just wanted to say if you're ever in the Edmonton area or anyone listening in the golf and talk, feel free to check us Thank out. You. And we're more than welcome to have any of your people with our people and vice versa hundred percent down the road. I love it. Well, I hope to get there this summer. I won't make any promises with, uh, with travel or interprovincial travel restrictions but um yeah we've got some uh some cool stuff that we're working on to to be in edmonton as well um i've got a great girl who's going to help lead the charge there so i i think there'll be a goat track golf and tacos something collab coming at you folks stay tuned listeners and we'd love to keep promoting anything we can to help create some uh, awareness and engagement with your your sort of platform so keep us posted and we'll we'll do some reposting for you Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. Again, I felt so much love the past few months as I kind of dove in and decided to to breathe a lot of energy into this. So 
I'm excited about a lot. It's a little daunting launching quite a few cities, but um, I would say I'm really impressed with just pros, golf courses, and people across the country who've just been like, how can I help? Send me what you need. Let me know. And um, I think that's a really good sign for what's to come, not just for you know golf and tacos, but for the industry as a whole. Absolutely. Well, Caitlin, thank you once again for jumping on with us, and we cannot wait to get out and play some golf this summer. Yeah, I, we definitely will. I'm being in Vancouver. I need to take way more advantage of uh, of the season here. So let's get that lined up. Okay, wait a minute before we wrap. You didn't even ask me about my lower back tattoo, the matching butterfly I have with Shooter. Maybe Shit. We'll, maybe we'll yeah. save that. Maybe we'll save that. Maybe oh, we'll save that. That'll man. be on the next pod. You can show that when you hand over the bag of Taco Bell on the first tee. Yeah, there we go. Okay, yeah. cool. Got that you know what? I time. will hope to never have to see that, but um, I'm looking never. forward to a really good story. Me too. Me too. Never. Yeah, it's all good. I'll bring the 12 tacos and only show up at three. It's okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yep. Thanks so much for jumping on with us, Caitlin. Keep doing what you do. Thank you. We appreciate yeah, you. Thank it's you. been a pleasure. Thank you. Adios. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And we'll chat with you guys next week. Cheers. Cheers.